0: This is episode number 15, The Consequences of Comparisons. This is The Path of Imperfection, a podcast for imperfect women and the imperfect men who love them. If you are ready to show how big your brave is and lean into this human experience, join the journey. This is Becky Hennessy, your guide on the path of imperfection. You know, getting to visit with you about this journey that we're all on is something I really have a huge gratitude for because it allows me this moment of stopping and reflecting for myself. And actually it holds my feet to the fire because I'm finding that my brain reminds me to practice these things that are being preached. I call it practice because that's really what it is, right? Sometimes we nail it. Sometimes we don't. Subscribe to my form of a newsletter. By going to my website, brickstherapy.com. I call them rest stops. They'll be in your inbox on Thursdays now instead of Tuesdays. And I will embed a link in those rest stops that will take you right to my podcast and right to the new chapter of my ebook, Ministering Through Connection. That way, it's all kind of in one place. Also, look out the window. Do you see the pigs flying by? They are. I have a Facebook page. Right now it's being called Becky Hennessy LCSW because I can't commit to a name otherwise. But if you just go on a Facebook and however it is that you look for pages, put in Becky Hennessy LCSW and that'll pull up. My podcast will be linked to that as well. And over time, there will be some other things on there too, just other pick me ups or things to consider or whatever. So those are my challenges so far for you today is to share. With someone that you know would like to subscribe, maybe to that rest stop or share with someone you know about the podcast or my Facebook page or whatever. Cause I'm sure that y'all are all getting those, right? You guys that are listening, you guys are subscribed to the newsletter. So you're already getting it, right? Okay. So after I recorded the Self-Esteem versus Worth episode, I think it was episode 11. I found myself asking over and over, like, what are some of the things that get in the way of us fully being able to accept the truth of our worth and fully being able to embrace that? And something that kept coming up in my mind over and over and over is the issue of comparisons. So that's the path that we're going to hike down today. Now, hopefully, we are all in a place in life where we can understand that with every choice, there is a consequence. We get to choose, but we don't get to choose the consequence. Hopefully, we understand that. There are some significant consequences when comparing is a common practice within ourselves, whether it's us comparing ourselves to someone else or us comparing someone else to us. If we choose comparisons, then we run the risk of focusing more on self-esteem than worth. You enter a lose-lose situation every single time. You either cultivate pride or shame. You have a really hard time remaining present. And one of the biggest consequences is that when we choose comparisons, we run the risk of losing our focus because we are so wrapped up in adopting somebody else's. Let's put meat on all of that and look at paths of worth and win win, generosity, being present and holding true to ourselves. Now, I am not here to tell you what to do, say, think, or feel. So I'm not going to tell you that you can't or you shouldn't choose to compare yourself to others or that you can't or you shouldn't choose to compare others to you. I am here to connect some dots so that you can figure out if comparisons work for you or not. And then you get to choose. Using someone else as an example or as a mentor, if you will, is a different story It's when that person becomes a measuring stick for ourselves or we become a measuring stick for that person that we start to enter into choppy waters. So the first consequence I'm going to talk about is that if we choose comparisons, we run the risk of focusing more on self-esteem than worth. If you're curious about what I'm talking about, pause this. Go back, listen to episode 11, and then come back. One of the quickest ways to kick worth out of the driver's seat is to compare ourselves to others. So to compare is defined as an examination of two or more items to establish similarities and dissimilarities. When we look at similarities and dissimilarities outside of the context of just common humanity, we begin to quantify and measure things. We enter a self-esteem world and we leave the worth world behind. It becomes a ruler to say, I'm better or worse than someone else, or someone else is better or worse than me. And by doing that, we do not embrace worth, ours or theirs. If we choose comparison, one consequence is that we push worth aside and we put self-esteem in the driver's seat. Another consequence is that we enter a lose-lose situation. Y'all, Why on this green earth would anyone play a game that was guaranteed you both would lose? Have y'all ever been to a t-ball game or soccer? Bless your hearts if you really like soccer. (laughs) Like The fact that we can walk away without a winner. I mean, why would we enter into a space in our lives, not in t-ball and soccer, because I know you love your kids and you're going to go to their t-ball games. And I know that soccer is a really amazing sport. My little guy's about to start playing it this fall and it's going to be amazing. But in life, why would we enter into a space where we know that we're going to lose and we know that they're going to lose? Anytime that you start playing the comparison game, you lose because you fall up short or because you're in a place of thinking you're better than and they lose because they might fall up short or Are placed on some pedestal that they didn't ask to be placed on. It's lose-lose because the rule of the game is judgment. When judgment is present, nobody wins. It's kind of like eating glass. Because y'all, you know, when you eat glass, nobody wins. Sometimes a consequence of comparisons is pride. I'm not talking about the, I woke up today and I showered kind of pride because heaven knows we all have come out of that bathroom feeling like a superstar on those days. When we have been able to get into the shower, (laughs) I'm talking about the kind of pride that sounds like, oh, I am so glad I have it figured out. I am so glad that's not me. Well, if it were me, I'd blah, blah, blah. Or you should have just done this and that. This is the kind of pride that puts you in a place of feeling like you've got it all together, at least for the most part, and they don't. Now, you just might be that rock star. You might be absolutely amazing. You may be the person that everyone else wants to emulate. The second, the very second you get into the space of tying that to your worth or positioning yourself as better than, you are in judgment and you are in pride. On the other hand, sometimes the consequence of comparisons is the exact opposite of pride. Sometimes we jump on the shame train. And let me tell you what the shame train is serving up for dinner. On the shame train, you'll find plates full of, I'm not blank enough, you fill in the blank plates full of who in the world do I think I am? And you're going to wash that down with a cup full of perfectionism. When we compare ourselves, when we compare others, shame can be cultivated and it grows like cancer. Don't even buy a ticket for that. When we compare ourselves to others, we get in a time machine that blasts us back to the past or blasts us forward to the future. What? Yeah. Let me explain. If I look at how someone else did something in the past, if I look at how I used to do something and compare it to how I did something or to how I do things now, I am living in the past. So let me say that again. If I look at how someone else did something as a way to gauge maybe how I should, if I look at how I used to do something and I compare it to how I did something now, or how I do things now, I am living in the past. If I assume how someone will do something or how someone might respond to me, and they haven't yet, but I'm just assuming how they're gonna do that, I'm living in the future. I can't really do much about the past because I don't have a time machine and I can't judge my then self with my now knowledge. And I can't do much about what may or may not happen in the future because I'm not a fortune teller with a crystal ball. And all I can do is what I do now. Even if we notice something isn't working for us, so we decide to do it different, what will make that future different is what we decide to do now, what we decide to think now. We are not able to be present in this very moment if we are looking at the past and the future and comparing pasts and futures. Is this picture becoming clearer as the dots connect? Here's what I consider to be one of the biggest, most tragic consequences of choosing comparison. When we choose comparison, we run the risk of losing focus or even losing ourselves. We become so wrapped up in who they are, in their strengths, in their focus, that ours fall to the wayside. There are times more often than not that we compare our results to their results, And we're comparing apples to oranges because their results are a product of their focus and their strengths and their talents. And our results are a product of our focus and our talents and our strengths. If we're so busy at trying to mirror those things by doing it exactly how they did it, we're not going to achieve the results we want or need. Now, in companies, businesses, families, we can share focus. How we get the results can look Any number of ways, though. As my grandpa Paul puts it, or put it when he was on this earth, there is more than one way to skin a cat. (laughs) Now, you PETA advocates, I am not promoting cat skinning. What I'm saying is that to compromise what you want and need, to sacrifice your talents and your strengths so you can look a certain way or be perceived a certain way, when we adopt someone else's methods as our own, and they're not working for us, we could, I'm not saying we will all the time, but we could get lost in their purpose without paying attention to ours. So pick. Next time you slip on your comparison goggles, remember that those goggles are a choice. Comparison is not a feeling. We don't get to pick how we feel. Comparison is a choice. And if you choose those comparison goggles, you do not get to pick the consequences that come down those pipes. The consequence may be that self-esteem knocks worth right off the mountain and takes over, leaving you and all those you love rolling down the mountain wondering what happened. It may be that you lose, as does everyone else you're playing the comparison game with. It may be pride or a ride on the shame train. It may be that you spend so much time in the past and future that you miss the present. And it may be that you get lost in someone else's focus, in someone else's talents and strengths. So lost that you can't even identify your own. So let's commit. Let's commit. Let's agree to let worth take its rightful place in the driver's seat. Let's play a game of generosity in what we assume about others so that we both win. Let's commit to stay out of better than or worse than, and let's be present with what is. Using that as information, not good or bad, right or wrong, just information. Let's be clear on our focus, on our purpose, on our strengths, on our talents, and recognize that how we get to our results looks different for everybody. How we get to our want can be any number of things. It doesn't have to look exactly like how everybody else does it. Enjoy the journey. Brave the battle. Big news. I have written a book, an ebook. This is uncharted territory for me, but I'm leaning into what Father has told me to do. So here we go. <laughs> this book is called Ministering Through Connection. You can get a free copy chapter by chapter by going to my website, And by clicking on the little pop-up that happens at the bottom middle of the page, stick with it. I'm still ironing the kinks out of that. But when it pops up and you go to enter your name, if it shifts down a little bit, stay with that pop-up. Put your information in there so that you can get chapter by chapter ministering through Connection.